0: Paratruth Radio is a proud member of Evergreen Podcasts on KillerPodcast.com.
1: The views and opinions of this show are directly those of the hosts and its guests. It does not reflect the opinions of its affiliates or its sponsors.
0: Christian and non-Christian paranormal investigators. They have two different views. And it seems as if neither of them can ever agree on anything. So what happens... When a mainstream
2: view of the paranormal
0: crosses paths with the Christian view? (laughs) Something epic. This is per true. Welcome to Paratruth Radio, the Christmas edition. (laughs) What's up everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Paratruth Radio. My name is Eric.
1: And I'm Justin.
0: And today we kick off, you guessed it, the Christmas season. It's crazy to think about that because it feels like it was June, just like a month ago. It's insane. Well, Um,
1: oddly enough, North Dakota feels like it's May. It was 65 degrees today and it's mm. supposed to be mid to high 40s the rest of the week. And that is very weird for North Dakota, especially this time of year.
0: Yeah, same thing here. I mean, it's it's pretty cool today, but tomorrow's supposed to be in the fifties. So, you know, get those Indian summers, take it. Um, yeah. I don't. So the one thing that's happening today. Well, first and foremost, this is a rabbit hole episode.
1: Down the thing. rabbit hole.
0: Yeah. So we're gonna be doing that, going all kinds of different places, and we got a lot to talk about. But the first thing I want to do, and we didn't, I don't know why we didn't discuss this off air. Probably should have. <laughs> <laughs> we want to, we, we, as you guys know, we had a posting for the last few weeks. Uh, it was a contest to name our new rabbit. Our, it's our our mascot for Paratrooth Radio. Uh, now, Justin and I, before this episode, actually took the time to go through all of the names, and we narrowed them down one by one. And it took a little time because some of these names are really good. So. I just want to congratulate everybody uh, for taking the opportunity to do that because you guys had some really creative names and it was a hard choice in the end. Uh, So hard that we actually had to do something a little different than what we had initially planned. Um, But before we get into that, my question is, do we want to announce that winner now or do we want to wait until the end of the episode? No, we're going to make them wait. We're going to make them wait. Okay. Sorry guys. We're going to make you wait. Um, (laughs) So too bad. Anyway. So let's begin with this conversation. <laughs> yeah. You went on a paranormal investigation this past week. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Because this is something that you have mentioned, uh, at least to me, multiple times. And you finally got a chance to do this. Uh, and it was for a friend of yours who uh, owns was a bake shop, cookie shop, something like that. Cookie,
1: Yeah. <laughs> um she started out just uh doing it herself and she actually just bought a house uh unco cookies unconventional cookies um and she bought a house to start um separating business from home cuz she was doing it out of her house so now she does her 8 10 12 hours whatever at the cookie house for baking and everything else um she's started doing classes, uh, cookie decorating classes and stuff like that. Um, and she's felt for a while now that the place is haunted. Um, I, once I get through the evidence, I told her we'll get her on. We'll talk about it. Um, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself as far as the evidence is concerned, because I would rather come to her with solid evidence instead of, and. I mean, I think regardless of what I say, I think she's convinced it is haunted just by what happened there. Uh, we were doing ghost box section and uh, EVP sessions. Uh, I had my EMF meter there. We had, um, I think that was pretty much it. The, the ghost box or the port mm-hmm. box with the portal. Yeah. Um, just very basic equipment at the moment. Uh, I had somebody else who was vo- a volunteer investigator there with another uh, voice recorder, digital voice recorder. Um, but feelings wise, I've felt something there for a long time before the investigation. So that's why I decided, you know what, since she's wanting me to do it, I'll, I'll go ahead and go do it. Mm-hmm.
0: And how did, uh, I mean, you had the clients with you. How, how did they do that? I mean, have they done an inter, uh, investigation before? Is this their first one?
1: This was their first. And the reason they wanted to do it is because they've never done one. Um, okay. I mean, other than feeling that there's a haunting there, but that they've always wanted to, at least her specifically, just always wanted to do an investigation. So she thought this was the best time to do it. Um, okay. Our, our guest investigators were some friends of theirs that were interested in doing paranormal investigations. They, you know, they wanted to dip their toes in it. So I'm like, sure, that's fine. Um, Shelly, my wife was there. Uh, she's done investigations with us. So I thought what better way to continue her training quote unquote than to mm-hmm. bring her along since she's got the experience anyways. Um, but it was, I mean, Everybody kept saying it was fun. It was fun. I'm like, yeah, I think it depends on your definition of fun. Right. (laughs) Because a paranormal investigation, even though, uh, in my opinion, we were getting uh, uh, positive, intelligent responses from our our spirit box section, um, a paranormal investigation isn't, my idea of fun, uh, it's exciting, it's cool to do, but I wouldn't say it's fun.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, I can see why it's fun. I know I know that you and I have had fun on investigations in the past. Um, and especially, I, I remember when we were, I guess, infants into the investigative <laughs> scene um <laughs> infant investigators uh you know but it, it, it was a lot of fun then it was exciting uh you don't know what you're, what's going to happen you have a lot of anticipation uh and unfortunately that doesn't always pay off because nothing happens a lot of the time uh but yeah i mean it, it, that sounds cool i'm glad that they had a good time at least uh and it sounds like I, you had some experiences in, in some way nothing crazy um but in this case, it's, yeah, it's one of those things. You're just going to have to hope on rely on the evidence instead of your own personal, you know, uh, and that is something you've mentioned to me. I will be looking at some of that stuff for you as well, or with you. So that'll be nice because the downside to it is I don't have the experience there. So I don't know what I felt in the moment and some of these things, but having someone from the outside listening to these, uh, might be able to discern what, what's going on, you know, voices or otherwise. Uh, so that's not a bad thing because I think well, a lot that's of times- why I like,
1: I, re- I like relying on you since you're, you're not here at the moment, um, for going through this stuff because you weren't there because my feelings are going to, um, directly, ref- uh, influence what I'm hearing right. or seeing in exactly. a picture or the video. So exactly. And you also have the experience of uh, cinematography to to go through color filters, look at it a little more technically than I than I would have the skill to do too. So sure,
0: sure, be able to see if there's anything any glitches in the camera that you guys might not catch uh, first time around. And, and I think that's so that's the one thing that I like to do, although it's very difficult because. A lot of these things are so time consuming. Ideally, when it comes to evidence, it'd be nice to have two people going over the same evidence. You have one do a pass and then a second do another pass. Uh, That way you're kind of, you know, crisscrossing it. Um, When you have just one person doing it, there's a chance they may miss something. And if they do, that's evidence gone. Um, On the flip side, someone who does see something, luckily, you know, we usually, usually would bring it to each other's attention. Um, and you have someone looking at it, but yeah. And
1: then as you said, as fledgling, fledgling, uh, investigators, we both look at it, make the same mistake and then months or even a year later, we <laughs> find out that it wasn't yeah. what it was.
0: So, so you know, a grammar for <laughs> a tree, are <laughs> kind of the same thing. <laughs> especially if the tree branch breaks Widowmaker is technically a reaper
1: <laughs> I thought the Widowmaker was like the punch to the gut <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so it, it was cool um, I, I'm looking forward to to reviewing the evidence and see if anything matches what I was feeling or what if what we were getting on the ghost or spirit box is what we were getting. um, One thing I did forget to do. And so this is a, a learning lesson for all of you who want to be paranormal investigators. Uh, One of my guest investigators was doing research while on investigation. And I should have told him no Put that away, we're not doing research when we're doing an investigation because truthfully, and again, this is for all of you guys listening who wants to be investigators, that can influence the investigation. Uh, He had found somebody who had lived at this house and then all of a sudden he's hearing the name. I I mean, we were hearing the first name of this person, but um, then he was hearing the last name come out of the spirit box. I don't know if that's what I heard or not. But then it's like, well, yeah, th- you, you kind of just influence yourself into hearing that name.
0: Say so yes and no in, in that, in what you just said, because you're right. I think doing researching research and knowing certain names or elements uh, could indeed in fact uh, affect your outlook on the investigation and therefore manipulate the evidence. Um for example, we ran in an investigation at Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer's house. It's like the famous thing that we've done uh, that everybody knows of. If you listen to us. Yeah. But there's this whole. I always tell everybody
1: that's it. that's the first story I tell them if I'm doing an investigation. Yeah. So right. I did a Jeffrey Dahmer house investigation. Oh, oh,
0: I'm like, right, oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But, you know, during that time, there, were, there was a little spiel about a book that everybody was hearing about right. on this thing. Right. And, and for whatever reason, it just got out of control. And obviously, the owner wanted more about this book, wanted us to pay him to come back so he can find the book and make money off of it. And, you know, all this crap. Anyway. Right. With that said, research before an investigation um, could be bad. However. Research before an investigation is also good in the fact that you can learn who has lived in the location, what has happened there. It'll help direct your investigation and give you ideas of what to ask question-wise or what to look for. Um, Maybe certain elements that you can put into play. Uh, before but he was doing it right as we were investigating he was doing it as we're so and that's still fine if you have other investigators there but what I would suggest and and maybe this is something you do going forward with with newbies and for anyone listening always have if you have a team, four people on a team 25% of that team one person should do the research while everybody else doesn't and that way uh when you're collecting evidence if say there's a medium involved on your team and they're picking up on things the only person that would know whether that's true or not would be the researcher who's done the research first right Uh, that way you know you're not manipulating the evidence um that's the best way to go about it right
1: it it is cool to get new people involved um I, I did mention to one of the, the, the investigators that, cause, cause she was bringing up, Oh, you should, you should check out the, um, uh, it's it called the Belle May It's, it's a kind of like theater, uh, a, a musical theater here. Um, and I'm like, yeah. And, you know, I've been kind of thinking, that maybe we need an investigation team here, but that's also more demand on my time. And I, right. I don't know if I can commit that. So unless my partner in crime comes out here and helps with something, then. But
0: okay. we'll see. I mean, I have a lot of free time coming up, so you never know. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who don't know, because this wasn't mentioned, I don't know why I'm going to mention it, but I know we've talked about work in the past. <laughs> <laughs> I So the last few weeks, I have been struggling with a number of different things, but one of the biggest ones that I've been on my mind has been my choices in terms of of completing goals, goals that I have set out for myself. Uh, so a few years back or a couple of years back, I had a specific amount of goals set That I wanted to achieve by a certain time. And those are mainly related to film, television, uh, radio, things like that. Writing. Since I started working um, full time. Because I had to. I moved up to Ohio. Didn't really know anybody here. So I had to find work. And then COVID happened and got stuck. I realized that those goals that I set out for myself. Or put out for myself two and a half years ago nearly. Are no closer to being achieved than they were two and a half years ago. So being crazy, I decided to quit my job without anything lined up for the future so that I can solely focus on myself and the goals that I want to accomplish. And I'm going to tell you, it's a kind of a scary thought knowing that in like a couple of days, actually, by the time you guys are here in this episode, I'll be done working for this company uh, and I'll be figuring it out from there. It's scary and it's exciting. And I've read so many articles of people doing this. And finding exactly what they needed by doing so, that I decided, what the hell, I'm going to go for it too. Um, so that's the path I'm on right now, and <laughs> it's a little, a little freaked out, but it, it's, 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 it's exciting for sure. Right.
1: Well, this has definitely been down the rabbit hole because we haven't even talked about any of the Christmas stuff we've ever talked about. <laughs> that's true.
0: That's true. I think we got to make a left here.
1: alright so it's Christmas time Um, we've done so many different topics over the years about creepy things for Christmas Uh, but before we talk about the creepy things uh, something we've talked about in the past is something good that we remember from our from our childhood during Christmas time. Um, And I think the the biggest thing that always comes up is the family get togethers and, you know, having a good time and, and being with family. So um, the, the one thing that I really want everybody to think about this time of year, doesn't matter if you celebrate Christmas, Kwanzaa, uh Hanukkah whatever whatever holiday you you um celebrate uh enjoy it and then enjoy it with your family um it's this time of year can be one of the most depressing times of year but it can also be one of the most happy if you just choose to not focus on the negative
0: right so yeah you know that's something that I've been I've actually had this discussion Uh, with somebody uh, recently over the phone someone I met online and she was I I was telling her how like this time of year because she this person is very very excited about the holidays Um, (laughs) I on the other hand am not so much and that's because around this time of year I get very depressed and there's uh, various reasons behind that Um, people who are no longer you know, with us with and us, our family, right? Like our childhood, uh, people who are no longer with me that I celebrated these holidays with, you know, loved ones, um, significant others specifically. So there's a lot of memories. Like, even I know I haven't put my Christmas tree up yet, I just haven't had the time. But there's an ornament in there that I received last year from a girlfriend, uh, which really means a lot to me. And so I'm kind well, that's of
1: that's when you just chuck it in the garbage, weird, it's not a memory mean? anymore.
0: It's <laughs> yes yeah just i mean you're not wrong it's hard to do especially like i because the the gift it's it's from her but technically and quotations here uh it's from her dog (laughs) who made a little paw print for me uh, for this ornament, and it's just a memory relationship. But there's been relationships past that have been around one Christmas and then the next gone. And it's like every Great, other yeah. Christmas, somebody's there, and then the next one there. my love life is not the best, folks. <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> throw that out there right now. I don't know why I'm cursed, I guess. Uh, but yeah, so that happens. Um, but you know, I, I do, and it's not just that kind of stuff, it's just like look, it's it's 6:44 p.m. Eastern. 544 your time right it's dark outside like what the hell you know two months ago it was bright and sunny and warm so this sucks
1: yeah well and you were talking about the the person that you're talking to having more of a positive outlook Um, I'm not saying it's it's not hard to have a positive outlook Uh, it's something I struggle with every day Um, but once I'm done with work, I come home. Um, even at work, I try and look as much on the positive side. Um, I have people I can vent to there if I need to. It's hard, but you can't let this let the, the negative stuff get to you, especially this time of year, because that's why I felt we were going towards a happy part of this show but um, <laughs> that's why um, <laughs> the, uh, the the suicide rate is so much higher this time of year is because of the depression and, and you lack that vitamin D which helps with promotion of a healthy happy life and but uh, so I, I we've done this before um, and I, I think I'm going to promote it again if you are having problems, or if you know someone that have having problems, please reach out. Um, I, I I don't care if it's to us or if it's to the mental helpline, anything, um, just make sure that, uh, people know that, that they're being thought of. Right. So, okay. So I think we're going to try and get away from the, the dreary side of, of this show. Um, Thinking back throughout the years, we we've talked about Krampus. We've talked about uh, the different cryptids. Uh, what were what were the lads' names? The the Yule lads. Uh, uh, we've talked. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't. I can never remember the cat's name, but it's because it's a really hard name, and it, it's it's just a really hard name. Um, but the the one the the one topic we talked about it wasn't that long ago I think it was two years ago um, is or maybe it was last year even um, the red and white shrooms that Mm -hmm. I I believe it's from um, I want to say it's Alaska or or the natives of Alaska um, would eat these red and white shrooms and then have hallucinations. And it was a tradition from this around this time of year to do that. And that's where people believe the red and white suit came from for Santa Claus.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, that, that was last year. And that was was such an interesting topic. And I know a lot of people who listen to that show had actually responded to us about it because it was just so weird. I had no (laughs) no idea about the mushrooms and now I can't every time I look at Santa, I just think of these red and white mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> jeez
1: <laughs> well the the funny thing is is after we did that that episode, um i I had bought Assassin's Creed um Valhalla and it it's about Vikings and Vikings were actually ones that actually ate these types of mush mushrooms. I forget what the technical name for the uh I think it's fly emeritus or something like that fly something. Uh-huh. And they would they would eat these mushrooms to hallucinate and have visions. Not necessarily around this time of year, but all the time. So I was like, right. "Hey, I know those mushrooms. I've never ate them before, but I know those right. mushrooms." <laughs> uh so thinking back on all of the different episodes, we've we've done what kind of like what what are your thoughts when when you think back on all the episodes what's something that sticks out for you
0: um well there was the i forget what it's called but there there was a cat remember the big cat before yeah that's what i was the talking Yield about yeah at, yeah the at, what, what was that name cat's name Did
1: you... um go ahead and finish your thought i'll look him up
0: yeah no i mean that was one of my that's the one i always remember the most Um, as of recent times. I mean, I think that was like the last six years at some point. I don't know when exactly, but um, just that along with the witch and the Yuletide lads, I think all correspond together. They all are from the same area. I thought it was really interesting. And it's always nice to see these other uh, legends or myths that exist around the world uh, that are part of the Christmas holiday, at least the pagan Christmas holiday. Um and that goes in line with, of course, Krampus, and we've talked about Krampus I, I remember our very first Christmas episode was all about Krampus and it was one of my favorite mm-hmm. episodes of all time for Christmas. Um, so this episode, weird. Or
1: this article calls him the Yule cat. I know Just there a, was another name for him. There's another name uh, yeah, but uh gorilla and uh the Yule lads, he's a part of like their their family. gorilla was the mm-hmm. ogre. Or, ogres that was, I, I think, mother to the Yule Lads or something. Um, but I can't find his actual name. But I'm sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead.
0: No, that's okay. Um, I was just saying that the Krampus one, I think, if I'm not mistaken, and it's hard to remember because you know, our first episode was 14 years ago. <laughs> um, oh it's you're
1: you're you're talking about going way back to next. night soccer's f- days
0: first our first time ever talking about doing a christmas episode um yeah
1: because it was the anti-clause and that's the anti-clause typically krampus but there are, are apparently so many more that we dug but up <laughs> there's
0: more uh, there's more that we dug up and also the actual um description of him has changed significantly uh, mm-hmm. as well. You know, back, way back then, it was all about, it, it, was, it was really a horror story. You know, the, this Anticlaus was a real creature uh, that would take children and eat them. And it was always pictured as a demonic-like creature that would come in with a long tongue uh, and a pitchfork and would carry these children out of the house, kicking and screaming. Uh, now, it's Krampus is still very much that that's the idea behind them, but there's so much more. There's, there's these Krampus parades. There's, uh, all these, you know, artistic renderings of Krampus that are put out everywhere. There is a new Krampus movie, I think coming out, uh, which is fun to look forward to. Hopefully it comes out this year. I don't know.
1: Yule cat. Sorry. I'm still looking for this Yule cat's name. And (laughs) now all all I can find is the Yule cat. Um, so I, I wasn't gonna bring up any new stuff this year, but I found this article and it's oh it has got one that I don't think we've talked about. The Mary Lewid, the Christmas zombie horse.
0: Oh, we haven't have talked t- about that.
1: Okay. So this macabre skeleton mare of Welsh tradition rises from the dead and wanders the streets with her attendants who are also fresh from the grave to remind the living of their existence. Mary Lewid has only one goal in mind, to get into your house. To keep the zombie horse out, you must engage in a battle of wits in rhymes, no less, usually on New Year's Eve, where the undead mare is represented by a puppeteer parading as a horse skull on a pole draped in a white cloth.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: And then here's another one from Switzerland. Have we ever talked about the st- strag- strag- stragil? Stragil?
0: Stragil? Uh, I stragil? Think so. <laughs> I think. I <laughs> think. Be careful, man. You say it three times, It might pop into your room. Um, Beatles, Beatles, Beatles. <laughs> it sounds vaguely familiar, though.
1: Uh, it's it's connected to Perkta. I know we've talked about Perkta.
0: Okay, right.
1: Um, but it it's a it's kind of a similar looking creature to Krampus. Um, but this guy is kind of heavy set, large horns, big head. Kind of looks like a, a sort of like a Bigfoot with horns. Um, I'll show you really quick, even though everybody else won't be able to see it. But maybe I'll use it in our little thumbnail. Hey, look at me. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I'm multitasking. <laughs> um,
1: there, There's a couple more that I don't think we've ever brought up. The Tom 10, he's from Scandinavia. Belsnickel, we've talked about. Um, Pierre Futard, we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Grilla, we just mentioned. The OLEDs, okay. So, interesting. I, I had not planned on bringing up anything new for our... Down the rabbit hole, but I guess that's why it's down the rabbit hole.
0: I suppose so. So
1: interesting. I and funny thing is, I I had thought about well, maybe we should revisit something for Christmas this year, but at the same time, I think it's fun to just kind of kind of wing it, right? So now I'm gonna. Oh, I finally found it. <laughs> The Yule Cat's name is Yola Koturin
0: That's it. Yep. If
1: that's even how you pronounce it.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> so, um, Han's Trap, yeah, everything else we've kind of talked about. Okay, so, um, anything else you want to mention before we go to break? Or, you know, remember
0: right um, no let's roll
1: alright all right, folks you've been listening to Paratruth Radio right here on KillerPodcasts.com, powered by Evergreen uh, we're going to take a quick break you'll hear Eric's Random Fact of the Day quick commercial and we will be right back with Paratruth Radio
0: now Eric's Random Fact of the Day Did you know that a woodpecker's tongue wraps all the way around its brain? According to abcbirds.org, having its tongue wrap around the back of its brain doesn't just give a woodpecker somewhere to store a long appendage, it also helps protect the bird's brain from injury during high-speed pecking. (laughs) What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Parachute Radio. My name is Eric, and I'm Justin, and we are, of course, taking a trip down the rabbit hole, uh, and we kind of talk about all kinds of things. But we're, we're we're diving into the Christmas season here, and we're talking about Yule <laughs> cats and and uh, Krampus and all that kind of good, fun, cheery stuff. stuff. Um, <laughs> just that yeah. stuff. For the record, uh. now you're going to, I don't know if you have, I don't know how to word this because, so when we when we do, <laughs> folks, when we do these breaks, we don't actually take a break and play the commercials live for us. So I'm going to ask Justin a question here. Because technically at this very moment, I don't think he's heard, unless you have, have I'm just going to say it's, it's weird. Have you heard the uh or have you listened to the random fact that I sent you today?
1: Not not yet.
0: Not yet. Okay. See, and now I'm saying it's weird because you said not yet, but we just played the random fact for everybody else. And they might be wondering, well, how'd you not hear it? You just played it. And that's because it's thrown in to our mid-roll later when we edit.
1: Yeah, I usually listen to it as I'm entering it. So
0: yeah. So with that said, I do want to mention it though, because it's weird and I don't know why it's I don't know. <laughs> so the the um, in this case, as you guys heard with the random fact, Uh, woodpeckers they have a very long tongue in order to mm-hmm. eat prey and stuff, right? So when they pull their tongue in, the tongue wraps around their brain. I don't know if you knew that.
1: I didn't know it's that. Insane <laughs> to me, and like
0: the thought of it, like the thought of it to me is like. If I had a long tongue and I was wrapped around my brain, I don't know if it would feel good like massaging my brain or if it would be really creepy and give me a headache, but it's crazy to me.
1: So since it's a part of life, I doubt they even know the difference.
0: Maybe. Yeah, probably not. Probably not.
1: I I probably would not know the difference, but being cognizant of things I would think about. I'm like, why can't I feel my tongue wrapped around my brain? (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's it's an odd thing. (laughs) I know random.
1: (laughs) Well, that's why it's Eric's random fact of the day.
0: That's true. That is true.
1: (laughs) So we've we've talked about uh, you know investigations. We've talked about uh, the the sad and good good feelings of the season. We've talked about some things we've talked about in the past. I really don't know where to go here. Cause it, we've, like I said, we've covered, we've covered it all for Christmas time. And that's why we decided just to do some down the rabbit holes for this time of year. Um, right. We'll have a guest next week. Uh, he, he's a fellow podcaster. Um, I will mention everything about that at the end of the show. Um, but for the most part, it's just us this this year, guys. Um, we'll have this down the rabbit hole. We'll have another guest. Uh, we'll have kind of our official down the rabbit hole for Christmas because that will be the Christmas episode. And then we'll have the down the rabbit hole for our New Year's episode. And sometimes that gets crazy, sometimes it doesn't. I don't Eric and I haven't really talked about what we're gonna do this year if we're gonna have a special guest co-host or anything, but um I, I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be fun. I think you guys are gonna enjoy it. Uh like I had said the the podcast host is gonna be coming on with us from Killer Podcasts and I He's uh, from the Mad Scientist podcast. Uh, His name is Christopher Cogswell. And I I have listened to a couple of their episodes, and I think they're hilarious. I think they kind of fit to our um, demographic. So Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be a fun time. Um, What are some of your thoughts for... should we cover something new next time down the rabbit hole?
0: As opposed to
1: just kind of, I mean, it'll be down the rabbit hole, but should we look up something new? Sure. For this year. Sure. Um,
0: If we can find anything.
1: (laughs) Right. But uh, the, the one thing that actually I, I was talking to my wife about this, week um was the episode we did about uh telling ghost stories Mm -hmm. during the christmas time and that's why charles dickens wrote the christmas carol because that was a common thing to do back then so and, and i i loved that topic and and talking about that because i mean not only is it our favorite topic this you know it's the spooky season but it's about a a also a writer who went with it and and did something even though people thought it was weird mhm but okay so um it's pretty close to that time and i think we can uh go along with what you were talking about at the beginning
0: yeah, so um, Justin and I spent I think it probably took us around 10 minutes actually to to, to finally go over all of the names Now now we've been looking at these names for the last I was going to say we've
1: reviewed them quite a yeah, bit so it's more <laughs> but... than
0: 10, 10 minutes But we spent the 10 minutes at the beginning of the show Wrote them all down in one list And we're able to break them down one by one And um, and this was a really fun thing to do. You know, I know we've done stuff like this in the past, uh, but this one in particular is really cool. This is our mascot. So this mascot is something that's going to be uh, a big part of our brand as Parachute Radio. Uh, and whenever we jump down that rabbit hole, we're going to be following this, this rabbit mascot every time. He's going to be leading the way. Uh, so we're really excited to to finally deliver the news as to who the winner this week is, um, uh, for, 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 for this particular contest. Again, I want to thank everybody for participating. Whoever has, uh, we appreciate all of your recommendations. They were all really fun and clever. Uh, I can't tell you how many times, uh, Justin and I, or my family and I, when we named some of these, we just start laughing, uh, not because they were <laughs> necessarily silly or goofy or anything, but they were just really clever. And it was, so spot on with some of these things you know um with that said we 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 did have to decide on a couple of factors one of course was the length of the name the second is pronunciation of the name whether it's too difficult or whatever uh and the third is of course whether or not the name registers with our our show um now i know there were a couple of names that were just way far out there and we couldn't decide like what it actually meant what was the meaning behind this name how does that relate Uh, so the main thing was using a relatable name for a relatable character to our show with that said we did come down to two finalists that we had to try to decide between and ultimately we decided to change things up so Instead of having one winner, we actually have two winners. And how can that be? You may may ask. And the reason is that we decided to combine two names to give our rabbit a full title, first name and last name. So, Justin, I'm going to let you take it away to tell everybody who the winners are and what is the final name for our mascot
1: okay so I'm going to run through all the names really quick because I think you guys deserve to hear them again you heard some of them um we had Herbert Finkelfuss Jasper Reaper Buck Truth Ether Marillion Lord P. Heratruth Barnabas Bunny, Count Parahair, Paratooth, Mad Rabbit, Doc Hair Razor, Roscoe, Dr. Hoppers, Baron Wilhelm von Ghoul, Byron Heathcliff, Phasmo, Perry, Harvey, Shobie, P- Mr. Paratruther, Q, and Peter the Para Rabbit. So, the winner, Erz, uh, we decided to call him Count Jasper the Parahare. So, the two winners of A mug or t-shirt that's your guys' choosing is Debbie Smith and Marcella Black. Uh, Marcella Black had thought of the name Jasper. Debbie Smith had Count Parahare.
0: Both great names. We love them so much. That's why we decided to go with both. Uh, You know, Justin and I, we like to use the names interchangeably. So we'll be able to go with Count Jasper, Jasper, and the Parahare or all of it combined so it's awesome (laughs) thank you uh congratulations to both of you for winning uh those are very good names and we appreciate it so your name is now attached to our bunny and we're excited to get that announcement out there and uh start working him into all of our artwork and all of our little shenanigans here on ptr
1: yeah absolutely All right, folks. So we've got a lot of great stuff coming up for you. Um, Like I said, the show next week, we're going to be talking to Chris from Mad Scientist Podcast. Um, Like I said, he does a great uh, show, so I think it's going to be fun and exciting. Uh, The week after that is Down the Rabbit Hole Part 2 for the Christmas edition, and then it's Down the Rabbit Hole New Year's edition. And... Then it's the end of the year.
0: Crazy. Just crazy.
1: (laughs) Um, And with that being said, um, that will mark seven years doing Paratruth Radio. That's half of our podcasting career.
0: Yeah. That's crazy.
1: (laughs) Um, So I hope you guys really enjoy the show. Um, We love hearing your guys' feedback. So, if you love the show, if you hate the show, if you have ideas, uh, uh, um, different different um, topics you want us to to talk about, uh, just go to paratruth.com. You can just contact us straight from there. Uh, we still have paratruthradio at gmail.com as well. Uh, you can reach us on pretty much any social media that you can find out there if there isn't one that we're on. I feel somebody has put us on there. So, um, but you know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, um, YouTube, pretty much anywhere. So reach out to us. Let us know how we're doing, uh, or not how we're not doing. And, uh, yeah, just enjoy the season guys. Be happy, be healthy, spend time with your family and friends uh get out there uh please keep your your distance and wear masks where applicable um unfortunately covid is still out there and is going to be a part of our life for quite a while i'm i'm fearing yeah. but um the one good thing is it kind of keeps you know the flu and the common cold at bay a little bit too so um until next week folks uh, where you'll find us on KillerPodcast.com My name is Justin
0: And I'm Eric Peace This is